0: Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here today with the 28th week of Weekly Poker Hand. And in this episode, I'm going to be reviewing a hand I played from a $1,500 buy-in World Series of Poker event. So I pick up pocket queens in third position, which is always fantastic. Uh, The blinds are 25-25, which is often the case in the first level of World Series of Poker events. Uh, So I make it 75. I think that's a pretty standard default raise. And it folds around uh, out of my 4,500 stack. I guess that is certainly worth mentioning. (laughs) It folds around to a loose-aggressive Russian guy in the cutoff who calls and a tight-aggressive kid who I don't necessarily know. Whenever whenever I'm playing against a kid, I I don't really quantify them too precisely, meaning that if they've been somewhat tight, that doesn't necessarily mean they're tight-aggressive. If they've been somewhat loose, it doesn't necessarily mean they're loose-aggressive because early in the day, it's relatively difficult to know what your opponents are capable of. Um if you guys are not watching this podcast, meaning that you're listening to it, probably because you got it off of iTunes, if you want to see the video version of this, definitely go to JonathanLittlePoker.com and click on the podcast link. That will show you the videos of these uh, replays as well. So anyways, um, Cutoff and the Button tight Aggressive Kid both decide to call the 75 preflop raise. So the pot's 275, and the flop comes king 7-3. So this is a spot where... I tend to continuation bet, but at the same time, I recognize that whenever I bet and get called, I'm not really loving my situation. The problem with checking is that if I check and either of my player, if either of my opponents bets, I'm not really happy check calling even two streets, and I, I feel like that makes it really easy for my opponents to bluff me if they're willing to bet two or three times. And anytime that's the case, I tend to be more inclined to, to value bet on the flop, both for... Uh, I, I bet the flop both for value and for protection. Um, so I'm I'm okay with betting here. Pot's 275. I'm, I'm going to bet something like 150 because I want to make a bet size that will give my opponents the opportunity to call with a lot of marginal hands. I definitely do not want to bet something like 250 or something like that because then my opponents really are only going to continue whenever I'm beat. Um, whenever you have a marginal made hand you always want to Make bet sizes that have some shot of keeping your opponents in with inferior holdings. So I bet 150, and both of my opponents call, so that's very bad. At this point, I'm definitely planning on giving up in the pot. I'm not putting any more chips in the pot unless I improve, which I do. (laughs) A queen comes on the turn, so now I have three of a kind. So given I think at least one of my opponents has a king, I definitely need to bet. Um, I could consider check-raising, but the problem with check raising is that it really turns my hand face up as a, something that's pretty strong that I'm trying to get value out of. And I don't necessarily want to do that. I, I want to make my hand look as marginal as possible. So I either need to check call, which I don't really love because if I check call the turn and my one of my opponents does have a king, they could very easily check behind on the river and then I would just not win any money, <laughs> which is obviously not what I'm going for whenever I have a set of queens. So... I don't like check raising because I think that gives my opponents a really easy spot to fold on the turn with only a king. And I think if my opponents have better than a king, I stand to get a reasonable amount of action anyways. Like say one of my opponents has king seven. He's probably going to raise at some point. So I like to bet 575 or 525 into the 725 pot. This may be a touch large, but if you recognize, we, we actually have a very deep stack. We started with 180 big blinds or so. And a lot of people don't realize how deep-stacked they actually are early in a World Series of Poker event, and it is hard to get 180 big blinds in in a single-raised preflop pot. So I like to bet 525. This is a humongous bet in terms of big blinds, but it's it doesn't feel that large to my opponents most likely. So the loose-aggressive guy folds and the tight-aggressive kid calls. When the tight-aggressive kid calls my turn bet, I think he almost certainly has a, a king or better. I, I don't think he's sticking around with... Ace-7 or um, Ace-3 or 8-7 or 9-7. I think he probably has something like King-Jack, King-10. Or maybe he does have a strong hand that just got significantly worse. Like King-7, for example, on the turn gets much worse because now if I have something like Ace-King, if he raises me on the turn, I'm probably going to fold, fearing King-Queen, King-7, maybe a slow-played set. So and, And my opponent also could just be beat. I could have pocket queens, pocket threes. I could have king-queen. That's really the main hand. So I don't really think that my opponent needs to raise on the turn with, he has like king-seven or king-three at this point. I think calling's probably the best play. So anyways, uh, river's and eight, which is obviously fine for me. I still have the effective nuts. We have the second nuts. And at this point, the pot is seven with uh, 3,700 stacks remaining. So I have to ask myself, how much can I bet and get my opponent to call with a hand like King Jack or King 10? And I think the answer to that is a pretty big bet. Maybe that's a little bit optimistic if I think my opponent is actually very good at poker, but in the early stages of a $1,500 event, if I don't know a player, I'm generally going to assume that he is not going to be capable of making big folds. So this is a spot where I'm going to tend to bet much larger than I normally would. Um, I'm probably going to be betting something like maybe even as large as 1,800 or 2,000. I'm trying to make it look like I'm attempting to steal the pot, maybe with something like Jack-10 offsuit or Ace-Jack that um, that, that, is, that was bluffing the turn. I could also maybe have something like Queen-Jack that I'm trying to bluff my opponent off of a King with. Um, notice that on, on this board the backdoor flush draw got there, but that's pretty irrelevant. Um, I guess I could have something like jack 10 of spades and turn to flush draw and open into straight drawn river to flush, but that's not going to happen too often. Although if I did have that hand, I would also be betting pretty large. So anytime I have a relatively concealed premium hand, I'm, I'm more than happy to make a large bet. So let's see what I do. I do make a bet of 1925, which is very large. And my opponent calls, which is fantastic. And he shows me pocket sevens for a flopped set. And that's pretty brutal because whenever you get lucky to turn a set, a good set, the second set, and your opponent has middle set, you expect to stack your opponent. So, did I go wrong at any point in this hand? I think if I went wrong at one point, it was on the river. But at the same time, I was not actually targeting this part of my opponent's range. So I think I actually got a little bit unlucky that my opponent had a hand this good. I was making a relatively large bet thinking that my opponent's very rarely going to raise me on the river. He's going to call with almost his entire value range. Which means that if he has something like king-7, he's not going to raise even if I bet small. Like say the pot was um, 1,700. If I bet 600, I don't think my opponent's going to raise. Especially when the backdoor flush draw comes in on the river. Um, Also, my opponent could have the backdoor flush. I don't think that's impossible. Uh, So I I really wasn't expecting to get raised very often at all. And you're going to find that whenever you make large river bets, large meaning pot size or even a little bit bigger, your opponents aren't going to bluff you too often, especially whenever, if they raise, you're going to be getting fantastic odds to call. So I think, as nitty as this sounds, if I bet the river and and got raised, I think I would fold this, assuming my opponent had the flush. But obviously, don't let your opponents know that. Uh, So... I actually don't think I I went too wrong in this hand. I think if I did bet the river, even... I guess if I bet very small on the river, my opponent may have raised with a set, but again, I really did not think that my opponent had a set. Whenever you're making a bet in a particular spot, you need to try to figure out what portion of your opponent's range is made up by which hands of various hand strengths. And in this scenario, I thought I was against a lot of marginal kings. And if that's the case, I definitely do not think I need to... Bet small because I don't think my opponent's calling and I don't think he's ever... Ra- I don't think my opponent's ever folding and I don't think my opponent's ever raising as long as I make a reasonable bet. I mean if I thought my opponent had a set, I probably would have bet smaller. And I'd be betting smaller to try to induce him to raise. But again, I, I did not think my opponent had a set. So uh, a little bit unfortunate. But at the same time, you have to realize I did win roughly 3,000 chips in this hand. And 3,000 chips is 125 big blinds or something like that. So you can't be too sad winning 125 big blind pot early in the tournament. Um, If you guys want more content from me, you can go to my website um, and get my audiobooks for free, which is a sweet deal. Um, You just go to jonathanlittlepoker.com slash free and follow the instructions and you can get them delivered directly to your mobile device pretty quickly. So uh, check that out if you want more content from me. Uh, That's it for this week of Weekly Poker Hand. Thank you very much for watching, and I will talk to you next time.